I'm Daniel Cervantes, and this is the VMPC Show. And everything makes sense at the end, you know, and you forget about the chaos. Iconography is life. That's icon, that's our life. You know, so it's a beautiful process, and it helps you understand. And at the same time, it's a dialogue with God. You hope in God, like, no, you have to have that faith. God is doing this, it's not you. If you want to be great at something, put in the work. Yeah. Don't just expect for you to be great. Like, I gotta wake up. Yeah. Stop sleeping in. You want to do this, do it well. Give yourself to it. You right. know? When you do right. something, give commit. yourself to commit. it. Commit. Yeah. Yeah, commit yourself. And that's what God wants. Hey, everybody. We're back in the studio. Monty here. And some here. And we are here with the one and only Daniel Cervantes. Thank you so much for being here, man. It's a pleasure, guys. How are you it's doing? It's a pleasure. I'm doing well. Good, I'm doing good. well. So, you're an iconographer. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, I am the oldest of nine, you know, I... Amazing? Yeah. Um, it wasn't amazing as a kid. Ah, I'll tell you that okay. right now. It was a little bit... It's different, you know, because my parents have always been in the church. And right. I didn't realize what that meant until I became an adolescent. And um, in the church, we referred to be open to life. And um, therefore, nine children was normal, you know. But I, I realized that in high school, for example, my mom would pick us up in a white van a 12-seater, mm-hmm. and I'd be embarrassed because everybody's getting picked up in a four-seater or a five-seater, and I tell them, pick me up on the other street, please, so they don't see me. <laughs> you know, and, I, and that's when I started realizing that um, being in the church required a different sign, a sign that today's times doesn't parallel. Because, Beautiful. You yeah. know, today's, today's times is, I don't know, I really don't know what it is, but I saw myself <laughs> as an outcast, you know? I saw myself as an outcast, and... Um, and I rebelled against it because I didn't want to be an outcast. I didn't want to be different. I wanted to be just like everybody. Um, and this is where after high school, you know, I, I lived the life of debauchery because that's what the world offers. You know, having girlfriends, going to parties, doing drugs, things like that. And I thought I was living life because I always felt I always felt like God put a veil of insecurity on me. Mm-hmm. You know, that now I see that it's glorious because being that insecure boy, um, in school really helped me to avoid certain sins certain lifestyles right, right. but after high school and especially with drugs right. it lifts that unrestricted veil. freedom exactly yeah. your inhibitions are, are going there are no more inhibitions right. and that's where I thought I was living life and um, I realized that through the grace of God that I wasn't you know I wasn't preparing myself for marriage i wasn't preparing myself to be a father i wasn't preparing myself i wasn't living a brother life i wasn't living a son life yeah. in a in a sense of sacrificial love of agape right agape, you know it yeah, was egoistic totally. love it was yeah. narcissism right it was complete um ob- obliviousness to right. to my surroundings and i think this is where god called me um the smoke of sin right yeah, the smoke of yeah. sin the, the tar of sin and <clears throat> He called me, and, and thanks to, uh, I belong to a, a charism in the church, the Neo-Catechumenal Way, and it offers a mission to young women and, and, and men. And this is where I went to mission. And this is where, um, for me, it was like a honeymoon with God. Because I went to, for example, I went to Brooklyn, not knowing anybody. Mm. And um, there was like 60 guys from Texas, for example. And I was like, someone's about to get into a fight here. Oh my God. <laughs> you, know, you got a bunch of guys just like, you know, little roosters, you know, yeah. who's, who's the strongest. And no. I really see that God provided um, agape, provided this communion that I saw God's hand there, you know, and and God told me there, he's like, 
You're always seeking happiness. You're always seeking love. Aren't you happy now? And I was like, you're right, God. Like, this is what I was looking for. And this is where St. Augustine's, you know, long have I searched for you, God. Long have I searched for you until right. my heart yeah. has finally found you. Right. And that's where I really, you know, St. Augustine has definitely helped me. That's beautiful, yeah. Yeah. You know, and the, the second stint that I did in mission was in Colorado. Okay. And um, I've always had a love for art. Uh, or at least a fascination for it, but okay. I could never draw, and I still can't draw. I'm learning. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> you know, and this is where I really work feel would say otherwise, but <laughs> <laughs> but this is where I really feel God does everything. You know, right, it's like yeah, Mother right. Teresa says, "I'm only the paintbrush in the hand of God, or the pencil in the hand of God." Right. And there, I, I saw uh, this amble cover that I saw was hand painted, and there was a, a Polish sister, Hannah. And when I found out it was her, I just went up to her and I was like, "Teach me," you know, because wow. iconography was the answer to my. To my fascination of arts you know and ever since then she so just met this the sister and mm -hmm. it started from there yeah she was part of the community that I was doing missionary work at and yeah and she said of course brother I help you I help you <laughs> <laughs> you know she would give me like the hardest critique I would try to do wings it looks like sausages <laughs> <laughs> it's like this this lady's real <laughs> yeah. you know and um ever since then you know I, I've seen that I've always asked for an intimacy with Mary and um, it's definitely helped me Yes. A, yes. You know, I've written a couple of icons of Mary's life, and it's just like reading the gospel when you do a scene from from like the baptism or the annunciation. Of the, you're writing. You're writing the icon. You're right. writing the gospel. You're, you're co-creating with God. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that's what it is. Co-creation with the Lord, and um, and you really see how some people it just really inspires them. You know. Right. And and that's where it's like this is what it was for. You know, this is something else, and I don't know. I really letting God just guide it. And today that's, he has me here with you guys. That, yeah, that's, that's awesome, awesome. yeah. Man, so, yeah. Ha yeah. Um, on that, I just wanted to touch on a couple things. Did you have any main artistic inspirations? Uh, either sense? growing up, or like uh, favorite artists or, or either saints even um, that kind of inspired you? Or was it more just like this was an answer to a prayer? I guess, I guess it was Michelangelo. Okay, mm. okay. I couldn't not. Yeah, you know, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm never saying I'm going to be anywhere close. No, no, I understand. <laughs> they say if you totally. want to be great, you have to see the greats. Of course, you know, and, of course. Um, Study the lives of great men. Yeah. And actually, I saw this movie, Agony and the Ecstasy. Oh, it's a great by movie. By Charl Charlton Heston. Okay, yeah. I've got to see that. And it's great. It's a relationship between Michelangelo and Pope Julius when he's, when he's painting the wow, Sistine Chapel. Yes. And it's, it's a beautiful movie. And I saw how the agony of it, which had already, not, it wasn't my experience, but I saw how he um, he would draw the figures, the contours, and I was like, and then he would put them up on the wall, and then he would, you know, he would poke holes on the contours, and with a sponge, with black ink, he would dab them, and then the contours were up there. And I was like, oh, that's how he did it. You know, I yeah, thought he yeah. got a paintbrush and started painting the figures, right. or no, it was like, I can do that, you know? Uh -huh. But I don't know, that, that one really, really touched me. Okay. And I had already had this vision for a while of, Mary, but I was like behind her while she was looking at the passion of her son. And I don't know why, I just couldn't see her face. Yeah. But I was like, I wonder how her face looks. It was weird. It's like you're standing wow. behind her and she's looking at her son fall on the cross, get put a, a crown of thorns on his head, getting whipped. I could just like imagine the tears, you know? Yeah. And yeah. for some reason, when I saw this movie, the next day I was trying to scru scrutinize the Bible and I couldn't, and I just drew her. Not that great at all. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't showed anybody, and I won't <laughs> for twenty years at least. Uh, it's like it better. Yeah. But that's 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 where like this 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 like I don't know. You feel all this, and you don't know how to you don't know where to vent it. 
and I vented it in that through that yellow lined paper wow. and then that's when I and I this movie was inspiration like I want to do this kind of thing you know and then yeah. Hannah was helping me and everything and I was like yes yeah yeah, yeah. that's amazing man and then the, that you brought that up it's like because iconography is very different from a lot of other art uh, you know I, I remember something we talked about when we first met was you know it's more I use the term Western versus Eastern tradition but you you know you had a more I'd say it's a mystical art it's a mystical understanding of what the reality behind the image is supposed oh, yes. to represent oh yeah you know um, what what does that mean for you you know when you're painting an icon like do you want it to be real surreal uh, it is I don't I it's not that I, I want it to be anything it just is what it is and you allow God to perform through you to work through you and wow. what it is okay. is very hard to understand today and age because for example okay. you have social media you have pictures you have movies I right. don't want to name movies but just right. explosions and like right everything's really too colorful real, scenes too graphic and we're yeah. just desensitized to everything right that you can't appreciate something Right. You know, an icon is an invitation. And it's actually beautiful because I was thinking about this the other day. When you go to the Word, when you go to church, when you go listen to the gospel, the, the readings, they're entering your ears. Okay. Like you're, you're seeing a bunch of images, right? And you, and you think, oh, well, the Word didn't touch me today. God didn't inspire me. No, 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 no. He's offering himself to you. You have to enter. It's a relationship. Right. You can't love somebody or... Put, put everything into it. It's like when you love somebody. You know, in high school, you're like a yeah. girl. You buy your yeah. flowers. Valentine's Day just happened. And they're just <laughs> like, eh. You know, you're exposing yourself, but they're not receiving. Ladies, take notes. <laughs> <laughs> they're not receiving anything back. And it, it hit me. At the word, it's like, well, God didn't touch me today. Whatever. No, 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 no. I didn't enter. Like, you you have to focus in on it. God, I want to listen to you today. Because you're speaking to me. You're speaking to totally. me. I love that. You know, yeah. you're speaking to me. And am I listening to you? Like you need to like really like go above and beyond right. and and understand the glory of God, the love of God, right? Through the 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 multiplication of the bread, through the passing of the, of Egypt, through the desert, you know, the manna, how He provides for you, yeah. And that's where you enter, and the icon is the same. God presents to you an image that invites you to a spiritual realm. It's like a TV that has the border of the TV. It, the border of the TV separates the wall in the back to the screen, or the window separates. The border of the window separates the wall of your house to the outside, you know? Right. And this red iconography usually has a little line on, on, on the border. Usually it's red. Okay. And it's a separation from the, this world to the spiritual world, you know? Like yeah. a veil. Like, like, yeah. It's like a window into heaven. Like yeah. a window into heaven. Yeah. And anybody can see it. Just so you can go to the Word. Anybody can go to the Word. But it's our disposition to enter into it, you know? And one, once... God gives us that grace to enter. You, you, you see, like, like it was said before, the, um, the gospel that's being pronounced, the life of the saint, you know? Yeah. And it's like Jesus Christ said, anybody who has ears, listen, you know? And if God has a, gives you that grace to, to really be like, who is this saint? What is his life? Because m most of our lives, we, we, we walk around in denial of our suffering, in denial of our, right. that, that, that we're in sin, that 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 we want love and we can't find it, and we and, and how do we mask this through, I don't know, yeah. music, right, numbing, right. yeah, drugs, right, uh, the career, even a career, yeah, uh, totally, uh, and, and all of this is can be good, but we can also use right. it to to numb ourselves, right. 
Correct. Because we, we want to avoid... Too often. Too often, yeah. We want to avoid the fact that we, we, we want love and we can't find it. Right. You know? Yeah. And our, our hearts are restless until they rest in thee, oh Until Lord. they rest, yeah. exactly. And and they say St. Augustine. St. Monica was yeah. always there. Right talking up. to him, talking to him, yeah, 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 mom, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to go to Milan and I'm going to potty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And God's always there too, crying for us, filling up these pools of tears for us, you know? And we never, we never take it, into, but he's always going to be there. And this icon is always going to be there for you. And that moment when you're suffering, you're going to look at him and be like, wow, God. And you're going to, and it's like, and the Psalm says, your, your face, oh Lord, your face I seek interiorly. And then and when we're yeah. conscious of that, the icon will always be there and, I don't know. I, I can't say objectively what it is because every, every this is where relativism really plays a factor. It's your own relationship with God. Yeah, in the right. sense, what does he tell you in your own suffering? Not yeah. dogmas or theology, but right. in your unique suffering is where you can find his love through it. I right. don't know if that makes, right. if that makes sense right. with that. Yeah. Yeah. As long as, I mean, it, obviously, as long as it's in communion with the church, you know, there's nothing errant in it. You know, there's, there's definitely an individual aspect to interior suffering, the interior life that's, you know, that's why you know, have so many great, you know, philosophical writers like uh, St. John of the Cross, St. Teresa of Avila that really mm -hmm. go into that, you know, that darkness that, um, yeah. you know, that God gives you to pull from, you know, to bring a better uh, union with him and, you know, a, yeah. definitely a greater good out of that suffering. So, yeah. So, yeah. So on that, um, just like walk us through an icon, like, like from start to finish, you know, going into... Um, would you say you're, is it a studio or, or like a workspace? Or? It's my room. Your room, awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, my room. <laughs> so you you have just raw materials or? or is yeah, it? so um, it always starts with the wood. Okay. Iconography is life. I really do believe that. And I can explain a couple aspects of it. Okay. You guys give me permission. To yeah, of no, course. No, um, it starts with the tree. It starts with the wood. Okay. You know, the tree of life. The tree where original sin was 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 committed you know right this is where we, this is where we lost Eve. this is where we lost eternity you know with adam and right. eve and and here is where the serpent comes and gives us a temptation which is throughout our whole lives okay you know the temptation to 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 blaspheme god for our histories to blaspheme for our parents to blaspheme for being in the church while the world is so radically pagan you right know, whatever you want to call it but also this tree has significance in the tree of redemption which is the cross that christ died you know all this sin that we've lived god on that tree redeemed us of right. our sins and opened yeah. eternal life again yes. and this is where the tree which is the wood of iconography starts which is in my opinion iconography iconography is life it's right. part of life you know right. and he covers it with white with his gesso the white of purity the white of the baptismal right. uh, garments right. the white of the uh, resurrection garments right. the most pure lamb the most yeah. pure lamb um, you hear about in in, in St. John I think it's in the Apocalypse, where the the Savior wearing tuni white tunics, yes. you know, in the presence of God, yes. and this is the this, the, it just right here is just prayer. It's like God, I have, I've had a life of sin, um, and I still have a life of sin, but you redeem me and you love me, and it always purifies me with confession, right? right. And, and staying and close to the sacraments, yeah, staying close to the sacraments because that's the only way, and and that's where st staying close to the sacraments is the next part, the halo. There's always okay. a halo, and the halo, if you think about geometrically, a circle, it's a I don't know how many points around the same distance from the center. Right. You know? Right. Equidistant, yeah. Equidistance to the center, which the center is Christ. And I, I once heard it from Dmitry Andrejev, a prosopon master okay. that I took. And it's, it's like a potter. You know, a potter has his wheel. And in the center, there's this invisible center. 
that if you try to go on on the on like on the outside of the circle making the the, the shape of the ceramic and spinning you're not going right, to be able right. to you can't keep up with it you have to put it in the center there's this invisible center that once you find it you can form whatever whatever clay you're fold, molding into whatever and that center is christ right because man that tries to form himself outside of this invisible center that we don't see which is supernatural which is god right i mean try to try to form a, a, a ceramic bowl on the outside of the circle. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Ergo, Impossible. today's population, today's society. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, not yeah. that we're perfect yeah. because we resist and we, we resist God's will and God's trying to form us and we're like, no, 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 you know, and, but in the end, he, he's, he's, a, he's, he's the, the unmoved mover. Yes. The unmolded yeah. mover. Aristotle. You know? Yes. You know, and this is the halo. This is the halo. Iconography is life. You know, um, and it's just a process, like the chaos. It's called the uh, Roshkrish, I think, in, in Russian. And, and it's just all the all the dark colors that start. You always start with everything, like the dark the dark green for the face, whatever the garments are, a dark blue, a dark dark yellow. And it just looks chaotic. But chaos has um, meaning in life. It has right. this meaning. It's the underground. It's okay. like, and Dimitri said it, it's like lava. Okay, right. Under the earth. Right. It warms the crust. And in, in order to and, and, and warming the crust, the, the trees get that heat from the earth to be able to grow, to be able to you know, um, us as well as ourselves. And it has a meaning and it has a purpose, but it, it's better down there, you know. Right. It's right. better down there. It's not to be shown to the light yet. <laughs> it, it gives it gives meaning to the light. Right. You the know? contrast. It gives a contrast to that, which is us, ourselves and our sins and our history, which is it, it's glorious in the Lord, because if we were always immaculate. How many of us would really go to the sacraments if we thought we were immaculate? Right. Nobody. Yeah, right. You know? Basically. I think this is why God this is yeah. why God humbles us every now and then. Right. Like, oh, stop yeah. it, stop it. It's me. It's not you. You yeah, know? Right. And but that that part of our history, which we get scandalized with, why did I do this? Why did this happen to me? kind of thing. God gives meaning to it. You know, as little by little, um, the highlights start happening, meaning now the highlight of the garment and now the and in the end the the white lights, you see everything just pop out and everything makes sense at the end. You know, and you forget about the chaos. I was painting this St. John the Baptist one time in my house. And my, my oh. siblings and my parents didn't really know the process of it. And they're like, what the heck is this? Because <laughs> it was just dark. And like, like patience, patience. It's like in your life when you suffer and you don't understand. Yeah. Just wait, just wait. And then the highlight's like, oh, okay, I can see it. But it's not yet. It's not yet. And that's how yeah. we live. And it won't ever be finished until we resurrect. Right. Yeah. You know? Right. Iconography is life. That's icon. That's our life. You know, so it's a beautiful process, and it helps you understand. And at the same time, it's a dialogue with God, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it, honestly, it does happen to you where you're like, oh, my God, I'm pretty good at this, you know? Where the <laughs> devil comes in, you know? Right. Yeah. Tries, to, and it, tries to put that pride, that sting of pride in and, and you, know, you know, corrupt what you're having and communing with God, you know? Exactly. Right. Instead of just focusing on Him. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But God doesn't leave you alone yeah. right and he makes you get your brush and accidentally mess it up and you're like no you know <laughs> oh oh no what are people gonna and then you're like okay god you're right i'm sorry this is you this is you because you really don't know how you're gonna fix it you ruined the icon right right but it, that 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 moment when you're like god this is you i'm sorry do it he fixes it i've had this many many times and this, it, it, it's a constant reminder. It's like, God, this is you. God, this is you. And it comes out. And I don't know. It's interesting. Because like, yeah. you really, it's a resurrection. Because you die when you mess up. And you're like, this is death. Yeah. This is ruined. I'm not going to do it. I don't know what. But you hope in God. Like, no. You, you have to have that faith. God is doing this. It's not you. Right. And then it comes out. And it's like a resurrection. It's glorious in the end, you know? Yeah. 
know. Yeah, no, it's so interesting because it's almost like icons are representations of human life. You know, like each one of us is an icon. Exactly. You know, and we get these big mistakes and stuff, but we just have to trust in God. Exactly. Yeah, that's really fascinating. That's great. That's exactly how it is. Yeah, and I I never would have thought like that is, you know, what's happening, you know, just seeing it, you know, you just look at it, it just feels like a different form of art. But now that you've explained it, it's like, wow, there's such depth and meaning in, you know, even the littlest thing or, you know, even the mistakes you would think, you know, like my, my, uh, Roman eye wants to correct that and be, you know, like all, you know, symmetry and stuff. It's like, no, but that's, you know, we're not symmetrical. (laughs) That's for sure. Exactly. You know, we're, we're, we're a wreck, you know, and we can't do anything without God, you know, exactly. so. And that's the difference between the Western, in your words, and the Eastern. Right. Which is more, I say more humanistic uh, right. approach to painting and then the more spiritual approach. Right. Because right. the humanistic and Michelangelo, great as he was, um, Raffaello, uh, you know, right. Da Vinci, yeah. they were, they seek the perfect image of humans. Right, you know, mm-hmm. which right. in it, in itself can be false because there is no perfect human. Right, right. But right. that approach is already a, a different um, perspective on what we're seeing. You know, right. With iconography, it's um, it's not that. It's where does this invite you to go? You know. Right. So that's why I said you go. You can go to the. You can go to the Eucharist. You can go to the Mass and, and just be there. But right. it's inviting you. It's like going to the gym. You can go to the gym and just sit down and eat donuts all day. <laughs> <laughs> you're at the gym. Yeah. T- yeah, I, I told myself I'm going to go to the gym every day. Yeah. I didn't see what yeah. I was going to do. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Or you can just lift up like five pounders, you know? Right. Yeah. Or right. you can really enter. And work. And work out and, yeah. and, 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 and you know, rip your muscles and, and, and recover. And push then that's limit. where you yeah. push your limit. And yeah. that's when you start to really see results. It's, it's, it's kind of similar. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Well, <laughs> yeah. And, and people, you know, people say you know they oh we want to be involved in the you know in the worship of the mass and you know we want to be doing all these things you know all these altar boys lectures and everything it's like no you just sit there and pray that that's what actually that's what's actually important it's not you doing all these things because god really doesn't need you like he doesn't need your right (laughs) he doesn't need your help he wants your love Mm -hmm. you know right if he needs anything you know that would be it yeah no yeah I, i love it love it yeah, yeah. The, the scripture quotes you know i think it's psalm 60 or psalm 40 i'm just pulling it off the top of my head but be still and know that i am god is such oh, a one. mood for oh, that yeah yeah, yeah. So, i agree i agree yeah so i know we, we talked about um you know how god is really doing the work but do you have any do you have any like conscious um like mindset tips or like like mental processes you go through when you're starting an icon is is it all focused on prayer or like there are any things are there anything um that you go into like practical um i i I feel kind of uh nervous okay to to admit i'm an orthodox iconographer yeah you know i'm just i well, I guess if I I don't know how to answer this, but what yeah. I'm what I'm thinking about right now is just not to be lazy, okay. which in itself is kind of sacrifice, you know. Right. Because right. it's very easy to to just print something out, you know. Like it, yeah. it takes it takes effort and it takes um it takes a mastery, because right. like I said, now I'm learning how to draw and I realize like the lines that I do, I don't know how to draw. I I showed this guy named uh, David Lopez one time one of my icons. He looks at it. 
you need to learn how to draw. I was like, <laughs> how the heck what? did you even re- figure this out, you know? Oh. And it's, I guess, one of my other um, people that I look up to, which is non-religious, and you can say it is, is Kobe Bryant. Yes. You know? Oh, please. And yes. It, 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 it's true what he says. It's like, if you want to be great at something, put in the work. Yeah. Don't just expect for you to be great. And he would wake up at four in the morning every day. Right. And that's definitely been an inspiration because I... Yeah, when I wake here. up, it's like, okay, you know, like, like I got to wake up. Yeah. Stop sleeping in. You want to do this, do it well. Give yourself to it. You right. know? When you do right. something, give commit. yourself to commit. it. Commit. Yeah. Yeah, commit yourself. And that's what God wants. He doesn't want someone that's timid or tib- or what is it called? Tim- that no, timid, yeah. Because he'll throw you out of his mouth, you know? Right, he yeah. Wants, right. You're going to be good at it or you're not going to. In the sense, you're right. going to give yeah. yourself to it or you're not. Right. Well, and it's, that's, yeah, it's the parable of the talents. You know, right. the guy burying it in the ground just not doing anything with it and I think that that's just really prevalent in today's society mm-hmm. you just see people they they either don't know what to do because they don't have anybody to help them or they're just yeah they're just being lazy because they have their iPhone they have their social media and you can spend hours on that thing yeah exactly yeah and, it, and, and it's always for the glory of God you know and that's that's one of the things I really want to focus on right. because I could it's a temptation just to glorify myself you know mm-hmm. I would I would think so yeah I mean that's a, the one of the curses of the artist it's like you know there's so much beauty that surrounds you all the time you mm-hmm. know in your own eyes but also you know in work that you can pursue or appreciate and then it, it almost it's so hard not to get trapped in that like oh look at how great I am look at how great you know this person is you know great 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 all these people but who's actually doing the work who's actually you know giving you the opportunity that even the gift of life to actually glorify himself yeah. you know god it's really god exactly and i don't know if this is correct but uh i think saint paul once said don't be afraid to do god's will for the fear of vanity okay. i don't i don't know if you've ever heard I, I, i've heard that I, i'm not sure i'm not sure the, I'm the not, scripture verse i don't know i heard that's what i thought when but it's true. It's like I like that yeah. because the, the 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 devil also, in a sense, tries to limit you, you know. Yeah. Because like false humility, it's, it's false humility. Oh no, I don't. No, it's because then I'm gonna do it. And then the devil's like, yes, don't do it. Because in the yeah. sense, if God gives you something, you it, have he, to do it. He, you have to do it. Yeah. You know, Saint Paul, like, oh, I don't want to pretend I'm better than the apostles. You know, yeah. kind of says something like 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 scripture, you know. Yeah. But he gave his life for it, and he did it right. well, you know. And I think that's what it is too. It's just I, I see that God has given me this, and it's like all what I can do now is is be as good as I can be, right? You know, for One His day glory, at a time. right? Because right. then you do start seeing a little bit of the art, the the the, the combination of the colors. Uh, you know, there's it's better to put some like ochres for humility, and better to put some cadmiums and certain accents for for the highlight of God, you know? And right. yeah. and I think I have a perspective of today's millennials where okay. you yeah. see people wearing highlighter, colored gym stuff and everything. <laughs> okay. It's like we're so yeah. desensitized to color that we need yeah. a little bit more pop, you know, because that's just how we see things. And I think right. that's what today's, um, today's generation just needs that pop, you know? Yeah. Which I do see, I'm integrating more into my, my icons, but now mm-hmm. I'm learning about the humility of colors and the ochres and things right. like this. Yeah. And you, you can't, not, not everything can be you know, academy. Academians are very bright colors. Right. Okay. Ochres okay. are very earthen colors. Okay. Yeah. Like a you know, a pastels versus a right, know, a burgundy you know. or like a yeah, a deep royal blue you exactly know, versus like you know, corn blue or bright red. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So these little nuances is something that are important that I see that I have to get out of my laziness and and learn, you know, and learn on my own and 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 really sh- integrate that into whatever God wants me to do with it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's something you mentioned. Um, something we talk about uh, in fashion actually is is you know um, they call it sprezzatura. It's a Italian word. Yeah, sprezzatura for um, it's like uh, casual elegance, but it's it really refers to you know not being too loud, not being too ostentatious, but also not being too too subtle if that makes sense not too plain you want to have just the right amount of balance between you know a flare to actually you know excite the senses or draw the senses but also you don't want it to be vulgar in the sense of like too much like you know in your face pop like you're saying you know and it's, it's trying to find that balance mm -hmm. um you know of course you can you can again it's subjective it's it's based on you know how many your personality too like some people can pull it off you know mm -hmm. um, <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you know, I'm a little bit more muted. I'd say you you have that little Italian flair yeah, to you. Yeah, so. I go brighter. Yeah, <laughs> which is good. It's good. I mean, we have yeah. Southern California weather, so it's it, yeah. it works actually yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's something. It's something that you know. Um, we'll talk about later in a, in another episode. But but the uh, that'll be an interesting topic. Yeah, the, yeah, the theology of fashion Don't really get me started on yeah. that. Yeah, because <laughs> because fashion is it's partly about how it's how you clothe yourself. It, you know, we don't we don't just throw clothes just to hide our nakedness. Right. We clothe right. ourselves and it shows who we are inside. Exactly. You exactly. know, and I and that's also part of even when you talk about modesty. Right. There are certain people who they might be dressed modestly, but their attitude not very great you know right. and it ruins the whole effect you know and so i i think what what's important is that fashion is really shows you what the per who the person is inside and that's why i find it fascinating you know we find it fascinating right. Right. you know i i'll just say something yeah um, uh-huh no please do probably get off topic here but i think also society has really <sighs> Brainwashed. I don't know another word to use. Okay. Mm -hmm. Today's fashion, oh, you yeah. know, because people do things without them even knowing because everybody's doing it. Yeah. And right. They have they this, just yeah. their trends, their trend followers. That yeah. is yeah. It's, I think yeah. it's a slavery conformity. Yes. You yes. Know? yes. And, and, so much. And, and since everything, if, if if it becomes normal, then it's normal, you know. And I think today people dress themselves to get naked almost. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it's we cover our nakedness. Yeah. No, we we expose our nakedness. Yeah. You know? Right. It, it's like I I, I I should be complimenting the beauty, you know. Right. And, yeah. and yeah. today it's just everything is is all about the human figure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, 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 yeah, it's 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 to me it's 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 a hard thing to to really talk about because it's mm -hmm. just it so is. ingrained it in today's yes. culture. Yeah. It's like a teenager that doesn't have a cell phone in high school today. They just feel like oh, I, I, this is I feel like a weirdo. Right. I feel like yeah. you know, and which it shouldn't. But and yeah. I think yeah. we should embrace shame. Yeah. We should embrace shame because John Paul II says shame is our, it, it, it's, it's something that God put us in us to, 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 um, to, to save our dignity. I don't know another way. Yeah. Preserve our yes. dignity. Yeah. To preserve ourselves, you know? Right. I, yeah. I it, know. It, it's, there, there's a comedian that we really like, um, and he, ha he has, he has a phrase and one of his comedy specials is actually called, aren't you embarrassed? Yeah. And it, it, you know, one of his things is he says, you know, is there no embarrassment anymore? And, and right. it's true. Like there is no embarrassment anymore when yeah. you go out there. Yeah. Uh, people are just letting it all hang out, and it's very. It's honestly, it's it's very repulsive. <laughs> right. <laughs> you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's really it's really sad, and I've 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 talked with friends before too and stuff, and I can I can see them starting to fall into that trap. You know, um, I spent two years. Uh, you know, around two years doing um, musical theater, you know, at a community theater, and 
you know, it's it's a hard thing to see, you know, because you can just see it's like, yeah, you're looking at the wrong place, you know, and there's, you know, you can only say so much and you can only help people so much, you know. Um, yeah, it, it's it's a sad state of affairs. I, I yeah. agree. I but agree. Uh, but on the on the flip side of that, I really think it's it's great and a great opportunity because like like you mentioned earlier, the society has lost that we've become uh, desensitized. You know, I think for our generation, especially because we have the power of social media and you know being able to put everything out there for the world to see, we almost have the responsibility too to you know, edify and educate our, you know, our peers and, you know, you know, those younger than us, so, you know, even older than us, um, to really rekindle an appreciation for beauty, for what is true beauty, you know, and how, how do you experience that beauty, you know, does that beauty, you know, just bring you, does it bring you up, you know, towards God's level, does it inspire the divine in you, or does it, you know, uh, degrade you and, you know, just make you an object, you know. I think a key to this would be um, a conviction that one needs to save themselves completely for God. Yes. You know? yeah. Completely yes. for God. To have a communion with God and to see what what am I trying to get from here, you know? What am I trying to get out of dressing like this? Because subconsciously, mm -hmm. you're getting attention from everybody. That's what yeah. you do. Right, right. Uh, uh, so, yeah, some people just do it for the attention. As a guy, it's yeah. kind of hard to understand because no one whistles at us as we're walking down the street. Yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. But totally. it, 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 you, you see that this you know attracts a certain attention for me that isn't that isn't that isn't holy good it's that not isn't good attention. Holy. and it's also false you know right why do you mm. think if you wear a certain thing there's more guys that like you see more guys looking at right. you and in the end and it's it's preserving yourself for god and also preserving yourself for your, for your vocation for yeah. your marriage right, right. you know mm. um what are you gonna have left when you actually find the one yeah. yeah. Or how many how many people would have enjoyed something that really belongs to your husband or to your right, wife? Right. And for guys we do the same thing. Guys are getting more vain today, you know? Yeah. And it's it's I don't know. And I think this is why I, w I once talked to a, a priest about this. He's like as the world is getting more radical, you need to be more radical of a Christian. Yes. Mm -hmm. And this yes. radical of a yeah. Christian is actually a real communion with the Lord. A complete koinonia with the Lord. Uh you, Could you, I got I think uh, it's is it koinonia? Uh it's communion. Okay. Uh, is this 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 oneness with the Lord, right. you know, mm -hmm. unity. And, but it's 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 seen as radicalism. It's seen as hardcore. Yeah. Honestly, if I was a tree, I'd like to be hardcore because the core is the middle of the tree. I wouldn't right. want to be the outskirts right. of the squirrels. That <laughs> I don't want to be the bark. <laughs> I don't want to be the bark. Yeah. You know, when the forest comes in mm -hmm. a fire, it, everything yeah. gets shard. But the hardcore stays. You know, and I don't know why everything has been so negative. Like the good things of the world is negative. Yeah. You know, uh, having a child is seen as negative. You know, having yeah. uh, having eight children to pass on your generation and, and, mm -hmm. and pass on the faith is negative. Right. Yeah. You right. know, it's and like, how could you be irresponsible with the planet? It's like, uh, un unfortunately, it's, too, um, it's like the planet's going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really. You're not. But um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, they can't in Denmark. They, they even uh, is it, it's one of those one of those uh, Scandinavian countries. I mean, they literally offer you money to have kids. Because and they still can't get people to have kids. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. It, it's bad. And, and I, yeah, I wish I know, they had that here. I know. Right? <laughs> and I think I think that also plays a factor with um, the how you want to how, how you want to be per portrayed. How do you want to be perceived? Mm -hmm. Which goes back to the clothing. Yeah, it's 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 a sin of vanity. No. You know, and oh, I don't want. If you want to, you know, expose yourself a certain way, you also want to conserve your body a certain way. And right. having children mm -hmm. really destroys that. Yeah. And this is where having this conviction of 
It could destroy. I mean, right. you get you get varicose veins. I mean, genetics, all like, that. Yeah. yeah, you know, totally. You, yeah, totally. You you gain. I don't know how many pounds. Right. Your mm-hmm. body. It's 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 it is a burden. Yeah. You know, to totally have yeah. children. I mean, to have some a life in you and is sucking your life too. But that's mm-hmm. it, but it's not sucking your life. You're giving You're life. Giving like yeah. Christ yeah. gives lives to you on the cross. Yeah. You know, and this is why having that communion with God and like what is it, what is my what is my vocation? Vocation is a mission. It's 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 a it's a purpose. It's a meaning. And many people yeah. live without a meaning, a purpose. Why yeah. do I live? Well, I don't know. To provide, how do you provide? Like, oh, well, to get. You know, Why work, do you provide? Let, let's yeah, let's yeah, break yeah, this yeah. down. Why do you even need to provide? What's the purpose? You know. Yeah. What's and the purpose? There is no purpose but to work, to get money, to pay, to go back to work, to right. eat, to do. Right. Yeah. And yeah. this right. is this this robotic yeah. lifestyle right. that we live in, you know. And this is the why rappers. we can't appreciate what God calls us to. And right. they wonder why they're not happy. It's like, <laughs> well, the definition of crazy is doing the same, same thing, thing over and over, over again and over expecting again. different results right you and, know and it's not centering us around the center which is god it's trying to make our model of clay on the outskirts of the circle and mm-hmm. everything is just very that. perverted you know it's yes. not perverted dis- distorted yeah and what does distorted mean if you're not happy something's going on you know yeah. something's going on because god made us to be happy yeah he made us to 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 experience eternal life here mm-hmm. in the sense when you are able to forgive uh, you know your brother, your sibling, your parent, yeah. your wife, your husband. Because you, you know we always fight, and they do something like you left a towel on the floor again. I told you to pick it up. <laughs> Why? What is wrong with this? That you is know? so mood. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with this person? And you judge them, and you kill them inside. Like oh, this guy needs to convert, not convert, yeah. but but then you realize your Change. laziness that right, you left. Yeah. You need that to you take left, ownership of your own. You left the bowl of cereal on the table, and everybody's like, "What about you? You left the milk outside." Like, oh, you're right, growing on the side. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and you're able to ask yeah. for forgiveness because you realize your own. Sin, and that's that's eternal life. That this death that you experience, this death of yeah. communion with this person, it's hell. Mm-hmm. It's, we kill ourselves judging the other. Right. We kill yeah. ourselves. We choose it for ourselves. It's a, it's a commitment of the will. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, yeah. and when we're able to forgive. We experience that eternal life here, and mm-hmm. it makes us it makes us want heaven. Like I want to be there because this is yeah. eternal. It's yeah. crazy. It says the angels are always. Uh, giving glory to the Lord, singing psalms to the Lord. I was like, how the heck is that possible? Right. To, how would it get tired? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. that's the promise of heaven. You will never be tired. Like, that's it's a mystery. You know, it's a mystery. Right. Like, right. wow. You know, I don't know. But. Yeah. That's that's absolutely yeah. beautiful, man. And, and on the forgiveness, though, too, I mean, people need to think about the Our Father. It's, it's for, you know, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. We're, we're saying, you know, only forgive us as much as we're forgiving other people you know that is really part of it It, it's a mutual street it's a two-way street um and that's that that's honestly that's it's something that even occurred to me yesterday but it's like i think that's probably my favorite part of the our father you know um because it's just so important because he offers that forgiveness in return exactly in the the measure that you have measured you will also be measured Yes, I think that's the most overlooked phrase in the oh, our yeah. father as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the only difference—you know—what's the difference between Peter and Judas? You know, Judas rejected the mercy of God. Right. He yeah. couldn't forgive himself. Yeah. You know. Um, I think that that so. phrase caused 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 me to to conversion because then I, I, it really makes me realize I feel like that um that guy that owed the king money. And the king forgave him, right? Yeah. And the then debtor. he sees the other yeah. guy. He's like, "But you owe me money," and it's like yes. way less. Yes. I feel that yeah. sometimes too. It's like, "Oh God, you know, forgive me of my sins." And like, yeah. "But you, you left a towel on the bathroom floor." <laughs> no, <laughs> heck no, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's, like, oh, yeah. it's like, oh, I'm so, I'm so, yeah, I'm so dumb. Yeah, it is yeah. a way of preserving your integrity. You know, 
Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. We got a little off talk there, but that was that was great, man. I really yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. Um back to something that you mentioned. Um it's all for God. Iconography is life. Yeah. Um is there anything that drives you like, you know, on on a big picture level? I was I was in Johnstown, Colorado at, at, a, at a parish, Saint John the Baptist, okay. and um, Father Juan. Not our Saint John the Baptist, but no. but the one when in Colorado. I was, in, I was yeah. in mission in Colorado, and for six months, um, Father Juan called me, and he asked me if I can paint some icons for him. And at that point, I was I didn't I really don't know where this is going. Honestly, I, I just you know I, I feel like God, but I understood it here. And I painted a couple icons. I painted the Annunciation, the Ascension, the Baptism. Okay. And the visitation. Okay. And I um, love your visitation, by the way. This is one of my favorites, but yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And ending that mission, we went on a two by two mission, meaning okay. a, a bunch of, uh, you know, families, single people. We, we, we got sent two by two, like, just like the gospel, without knapsack, without nothing, only our ticket back. And I actually got sent to Northern Colorado, where I was in mission with uh, this guy, um, this great man, Rick LaFay. And um, we went in mission, and um, we slept on the floor. We slept outside. We actually tried to sleep in a, in a Blessed Sacrament chapel, and we got kicked out wow. because, I mean, obviously, like, right. two yeah, weirdos trying to sleep. You know, right. We got kicked out, so we slept in front. The sprinklers went on in the morning. There was <laughs> oh, people gosh. harassing us, beeping at us, like, what are you guys doing? The cops came to us. Damn. You know, It was us and a group of three guys. And I was like, okay, blessed be God. This is your mission. And our mission was to go announce the love of God to the priests. You know, because those that evangelize also need to be evangelized, you know? Right. Yes. And um, Iron sharpens iron. Iron sharpens iron. And on the way, we met uh, at a parish, a secretary. She was actually, because it's part of the, the charism of the New Catacomb in a way. She was actually in a community in that, in that region. And her husband was never walking. He would allow her to walk in the community, go to the word, go to these things. And she took us in. And this man, Jerry... Having go he goes to regular mass, but he doesn't partake in this. And he um, he took us everywhere. He's like, oh, I'm gonna take you guys everywhere. Seven year old vet, you know. Okay. Actually, like I got that backpack from him because oh, it was wow. uh, from Boulder. He used to climb the mountains and everything. Okay. He oh, to me. Nice. And he would take us to this parish, and he would come out. Like we would go to, oh wait for you guys here. We'd come out. He's like sunbathing without his shirt in his car. Like, <laughs> oh my god, Jerry. Like, oh, you guys ready? Let's go. You um, know. And he was very spe- uh, skeptical. Non-vet, probably. <laughs> He was very skeptical of what we were doing, but you guys, uh, you guys need to make uh, you guys need to make appointments with them. You guys need to do this. You guys need to like, no, the Lord, the, you never know when the Lord's coming, and that that was our approach. And towards the end, um, since Johnstown was in northern Colorado, where I was randomly sent, you know, we we went to my parish, you know, and it was after like about six days, and um, I presented to the icons because they were hung in the church, and I said, he's like, you did these, and I was like, yeah. He's like, what is it? And I was like, well, there's the visitation. And then he just got inspired. And God, I, I've never been inspired like that with, with those icons while I was there for six months. And that moment, it just came. And it's like, you see Elizabeth? You see Mary? You see how Mary's veil is flowy? Because Mary r- rushed to her to her, to her her cousin Elizabeth and announced to him Jesus Christ, you know? And that was, that was the annunciation of Jesus Christ. And it's like, this was you, Jerry. This was you. You were partaking in the evangelization. You were taking Christ to these priests. You were taking them. And what happened in their womb? St. John was able to jump with joy. You know, it says that. And her child leaped with joy. 
and many souls were touched by you. And you see this annunciation where the angel Gabriel comes to Mary? That was you. You partook in it. Angel means messenger. And you were partaking in the evangelization. You were giving the message to these people too. And as, as I'm doing this, I'm looking at the icons and I'm looking at him and his jaws dropped. And you can tell when the Holy Spirit is is inspiring you and you can tell when it's entering somebody else. Because it, 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 it's a, it, it, you know when you're, you're blacked out. You know when someone's blacked out, right. their eyes white right. and they're just like, oh, that guy's somewhere else. <laughs> and that's the part of the icon with the borders he was in the icon you know he was he saw his life in a different meaning and maybe that saved them you know yeah, in the wow. sense partaking in the evangelization and him having that understanding maybe that same message like god i love you you know right and the, that's the what it's interior call like when you when you're moved by the holy spirit you know you it almost feels like you're not speaking it's like god is speaking through you to come you know like calling you back to himself you know exactly and, and and god calls you without you even knowing you right. know and this is what i meant about what's your disposition at a certain time you see he probably seen this icon before i don't know but that moment god called him differently and that's when i realized like this is what it's for this is what it's for it's, it's to call people and I, I have no control over that the only thing i can do is just that's so that's so co-create with them yeah and then later god will do the rest god will do the rest you know and and and, and that's that's my only answer to that i just i don't know what motivates me besides that yeah know, having that like this is what it's for right yeah my ego would be like yeah like me stand next to it while it happens you know <laughs> like oh yeah i did this right. you know but no yeah. it's that's not that's not me to do that's right. not that's not my pl- that's not my place it's humbling to know that it's it's all god's work it's Everything. all god's work and it's, i yeah. i will never know i will never know who who it touches or what it does but that's fine because you know um yeah and and on that is there any way that like in the future like do, would you ever put a cap on like what um you want to evoke in people like who, who do you want to inspire what you want to inspire in those people or is it just is it really just the love of god and uh, i can't say because okay. i don't know that that's beautiful yeah that's I, I don't know what it'll evoke. i can't control that's that that's like a perfect answer yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i can't i'm not god you know that's great my ego says well he's a great artist <laughs> right. but that's my ego you know right. that's yeah. my that's my that's my that'll always be my temptation okay. I which heard, I, I, I pray to god i heard a really me. good thing one time uh ego is an acronym for edging god out oh it, I love that. that's that that is what it is you know yeah. and i think we always have a thorn on our side you know and mm. um i think we need that in order to like because with that it makes me call to god god please like let this be you let this be you let this be you yeah. And I think, I don't know, God, my grace is enough, you know, yeah. and just my grace is sufficient for you. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's great, man. Thank you so much. Um, before we head out, uh, where can people find you? Well, right now I have an Instagram. Uh, it's called Iconography is Life. Iconography is Life. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, you can find me there. I'm putting little by little. I'm putting up the the icons that I've written, and um, yeah, awesome. Want to check it out. And then you also have uh, a couple works at the Christ Cathedral shop. That's right, in the cultural center. Yes, uh, okay. at the shop. There's some of my icons that are uh, that are there. We can, we can purchase them, and um, yeah, awesome, awesome. Well, thanks so much, awesome. man. It's yeah, been great. Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless. Awesome. It was a pleasure. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at vmpc.show. Let us know what you thought and what topics you'd like to see next. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Have an amazing day. God bless.